Hello, and welcome to the Transient Wool Merchants. We're your hosts, Amy and Heather. And once again, we have to beg your pardon for our bit of a break between episodes because we've got even more stuff going on. And I'll let well, Heather that was totally my fault. I'll, I'll take the blame on that one. So what's new with you, Heather? Um, well, we've been out of pocket. My mother-in-law, who has been sick for the past year, passed away. Um, so we went to Mississippi. Um, they called us and said, you need to come. And we went, and we spent like nine days, and she did not die, which is a slightly awkward situation to be in. So we came back to Montana. We were here for like five days they called she did pass away and so so then we had to go back to mississippi we were gone like seven days this time but we're back we got back late last night and my husband had to go to work at the office today so i said hey let's record while it's actually quiet today yes and my husband is in town um renovating one of our uh rental properties to get it up on the market so i am also manless and have peace and quietness, so it was just the right time. I do have Excellent. two of the little dogs in the studio with me, so um, if you hear any huffing and puffing or wagging, it's Foofy and the new girl, Glory. Which I guess well, I'm... Schubert is chuffing. Schubert and Gershwin both had their first bath, baths in the camper today, and uh, they're just unhappy with life in general right now. <laughs> well, you've, boys. you've left them for like a total of, what, two weeks? More than two weeks. Yeah, and we had fabulous neighbors here at the campground and when they heard that we were going to have to board them for that long, they were like, oh, don't do that. We'll watch them. So, big shout out to Barbara and to Bill and Nancy who took turns watching our dogs for us. And um, I have some exciting news from Barbara, which she's a new friend. Uh, but we'll get to that. Alrighty. So, so what do we got? Do you, I'm sure you have finished objects because you've had plenty of time to knit them. <laughs> uh, kind of. Let's see. I started the dark side of the moon socks. Which I brought to you from SSK from Mustache Yarn. Exactly. Um, and so I had just started the second sock when, no, no, I had just started the first sock when we went to Mississippi the first time. And I proved, yes, I can still knit a sock in two days if I have to. So those are really almost done. They need heels because I'm doing afterthought heels. Um, I have been neglecting the Spectra Cowl uh, just because I can. Um I started the Martian Rainbow Socks by Mustache. Martian Rainbow from Mustache Yarns. Um, I finished the first sock and bound it off and bound it off too tightly. So then I was all depressed. And I still need to fix that cast on the other one. Um, I did an adorable pair of leg warmers. For my niece Cassidy, because she's taking dance, um, and those were just out of some really deep stash. Um, they were from Universal, in a yarn and colorway they don't even make anymore. Um, and then I started the Cho Cowl, um, which is a really simple, long 
cowl, um, but I'm using the fiber optics paint box that's been in my stash for like two years because I'm going to Rhinebeck and I need to knit my stash down. <laughs> Nothing like a little desperation there. I'm like, I have to knit, I have to be out of town. The, the past couple of weeks have been just a little bit on the stressful side. Um, so I've been working on that. I could have sworn I worked on something else, but honestly, at this point, you couldn't prove it by me. <laughs> so, I was supposed to be dyeing yarn. No yarn has gotten dyed. Um, and then, of course, we come back this week, and it's supposed to rain all week. That's exciting. Um, I had to back out of the uh, art walk in Bozeman because we were out of town again for that. I mean, nothing you can do about someone dying at an inopportune moment. It was not unexpected. It was just, it's put a serious crunch on fall prep time. But we'll get it worked out. Um, that's really about it. Honest to God, I have not been to a yarn shop in like two months. Oh, geez. That's, uh, we, we need to rectify that situation. I need you to get, I need well, you to come back to this, this coast S A S A P girlfriend, because uh, that has to be that has to be uh, that has to be rectified. That's that's not right. Well, I'm going to Rhinebeck, and my husband gets his bonus the day before the show, so I've already claimed part of it and said that is mine, <laughs> and we'll worry about it later. So I'm all set. Oh wow! Well, you know I've been super busy. Um, I came back from SSK all energized to uh, dive right in and tackle something major and I tried on the Hitofude cardigan while I was at SSK and my friend Karen like was like oh my god you know it's beautiful and gee that would make you know that would make a really good knit along at some of the shops that you're going to for trunk shows this fall why don't you knit one so I kind of became obsessed and I knit a Hitofude out of my Lester Longwool fingering weight in 26 days. And that seems to have turned on some sort of sweater knitting gene I wasn't aware I had. Um, because now I am all the way through the arm and starting into the body of um, Hot Flash by Lauren Nelkin, which is a pattern that was just released like last week or the week before, and I just fell in love with it. The construction is really strange and wonderful. Instead of seams, there are lace panels that you pick up and knit to join the pieces together. Excuse me. To join the pieces together. Um, and then, I, I'm not sure if I told you, but I'm finally able to say it. Uh, Make Wear Love, um, Amy Herzog. Uh-huh. One of my yarns is going to be a custom fit sweater in their fall line so oh, cool. congratulations I've, I've swatched that and i'm ready to knit that as soon as it's launched which should be in a week or so and um oh i also finished the fractal danger or as i call it the disney danger because we went to disney for our um our wedding anniversary and i knit fractal danger by martina bem while in line and while on the boat and while on the bus and while on the monorail and, you know, while sitting in the room watching movies and, you know, 
every spare second, and I I finished Fractal Danger, and I love, love, love it. It's such a gorgeous color, so that's off my needles, too, but I've replaced it with, like, you know, three new projects. Like I said, I'm knitting Hot Flash, I'm getting ready to lit, knit the um, custom fit, and I also, right after SSK, I cast on Wild Goose Chase by um, Prairie Piper, Paula Emmons Feasley, and, um, you know, I've always got, like, six pair of socks on the needles. And... <laughs> well, since I won oh, that... Oh, I got my skein minder. Oh, you got your um... skein minder. That's super exciting. Yeah, honestly, I was so tired when I got home last night. I didn't even open the UPS box, but I opened it this morning, and I'm excited. And then I discovered that <laughs> Wayne picked up my yarn. He was so nice to pick up the huge box of yarn that has been waiting at the campground office. And he promptly drove to Bozeman with it, and he's gone all day, so I can't even use it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so it's all sitting out on the table, but it came with a really sweet um, project bag that has Skein Minder um, Kickstarter on it, and then it came with some stitch markers. And I have to say, Carrie is the nicest person ever. Um, there was a tiny glitch in the Skein Minder for those of us who kind of got like the ultimate one where you could customize it like it's got a big button on it to stop and go and we got to customize our colors and our um the the font color on the fi on the fiber optic screen good god bless me uh, <laughs> on the lcd screen <laughs> but there was just a glitch where sometimes when you turn it off it'll default back to the the default color for the LCD screen. And she was like, oh, well, I'm going to be at Ron Beck's, so if you're going to be there, we'll just hook up and I'll fix it then. I'm like, that is just awesome customer service. Oh, yeah. Um, so I cannot wait to use my skein binder, but, you know, me, I'm just as excited there was a nice project bag in there as well. Uh, can't have too many bags. Oh, I, I know. Um, right before we went to Disney... Um, I don't know if I told you, my friend Karen, she makes bags, and she made me this adorable Disney villains and purple drawstring bag for me to take oh. my socks in to knit and line. I saw that, and I didn't know where it came from. Yeah, it's Karen Frail. It's, uh, I, I don't know what the name of her business is going to be, but um, we will have the bags in our booth this, this year um, at our shows. So I'm really excited about that because basically she picked my brain on what I like and what I don't like in project bags and started making like my ultimate project bag. So I'm really excited about that. But, cool. Um, this coming weekend, uh, or last weekend, I should, oh my God, I haven't even told you about the amazing places we went to eat because we've, we've had two shows already. I, I was laid up, I've been dealing with this foot issue like since the beginning of August so we weren't able to go to Michigan because I was uh, I was supposed to be keeping my foot elevated and that doesn't happen in a booth so, what on earth are you doing it sounds like you have a bag full of change oh it's it's glory the new puppy she's making a nest and crawling into it I'm glad you told me about that cause, hey glory yeah so oh sidetrack while we were on our first show that we went to, um, which was in the Baltimore, or, yeah, near the Baltimore area, 
on the way back through, we stopped and picked up um, a 10-year-old Shih Tzu rescue dog who's, um, whose person died, and she, like, the family didn't want her, so we picked her up on the way through, and we've come to find out now that she um, has never been spayed and has mammary cancer. So just, you know, spay and neuter your pets so they don't get this cancer because she's only 10, but they don't want to really do surgery on her right now because at, at, since she's over 10, it's uh, kind of risky to put her to put her under anesthesia. All right. So, um, and she was born on the 4th of July, 10 years ago, so her name is Glory. And apparently she's got, she's got varmints in her, in her dog bed here next to me in the studio. But, um, uh, does anybody else just want to burst into, um, uh, I've seen the Glory only the, the Elvis Lord. version when you say her name. I just, I, I hear Elvis singing. Like, you know, glory, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> it's really hard for me not to, you know, call her and say, glory, glory, hallelujah. Because, <laughs> you know, that's where we're going with that. But, yeah, that that's sort of it. I call her Sweet Pea because, you know, all of my dogs have a bizarre nickname that I call them that isn't their real name. And she's just she's just such a little stink bug that um, she went with us to, to the show in New Jersey this past weekend. And... God, if you're going to be in this neck of the woods that time next year, you need to do the New Jersey show because it was amazing. But that would be a negative goat herder because <laughs> I've already made my reservations for June through September of next year here at the campground. Alrighty, well, uh, Lambertville, New Jersey is pretty darn cute, and we had some of the best meals we've had outside of Disney this past weekend. We went to dinner with Joelle uh -huh. and um, Wondering Wool. And um, all of our friends were at the show. I mean, Liz was there with her three-month-old newborn identical twin daughters from Apple Tree Knits. And that was crazy. They are adorable, and she looks amazing, and I'm sick by that. And um, that was so much fun. And, of course, we were set up next to Verdant Griffin, and she wasn't actually there, but her... Um, Booth Babe, who was a dude. Booth Dude, is that a thing? He okay. Was, he, he was a dude, but he was definitely a babe. Um, oh. I, I mean, I love my scooter pie, but it was not hard to look at him for three days. So, just so you know. Um, I highly recommend <laughs> being set up next to him. But uh, we had a really good time in New Jersey. Everything was everything was really, really well run. Um, I got to see Deb Robeson, and she got stuff for her fall classes, and that was exciting. And, oh, we just had such a good time. Such a good time. Well, good. But, good. Um, I was in the seventh circle of hell. That's code for Mississippi. Nothing wrong with Mississippi people. I'm from there. It was just a yeah, rather long week. You're Mississippi born and bred, so you can say that about it. <laughs> I can talk trash, because my husband and I are both from Mississippi. Yeah, if you don't believe me, just uh, just get you fired up and <laughs> bless your heart. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, so this this coming weekend, I'm headed out to Finger Lakes Fiber Festival up in Hemlock, New York, which we're really looking forward to. Um, and you are 
in countdown mode for pulling out of Montana, correct? Yep, we are supposed to leave here September 30th. It may be a few days earlier. We don't know yet. Um, and then we will start driving cross-country. Um, my husband actually has to be in, drawing a blank of the name of the town, but it's not too far from Boston uh, the week of Rhinebeck. So we have to make it there by then anyway. So we're going to just kind of tootle around and watch the leaves change as we drive across the country. And then we'll get there, and I'm super excited for Rhinebeck, assuming I get to die some yard between now and then. Well, I'm super excited for Rhinebeck, too, because you guys are going to be there, and Joelle is coming with us to help in the booth. And I'm hoping that Karen is going to get to come with us, too. So there's going to be a heck of a crew of us, you know, running at Rhinebeck, so that'll be... Well, all of my good friends from Charlotte are coming up. Um, it'll be their first time at Rhinebeck. It's just going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. I am too. And then from there, we head to Saf. Yes. But, oh, I just got... Um, well, it's not good news, but kind of is. Um, my husband thought he was going to have to go to California the week of SAF for a big work thing. And then they've changed how they're doing things. He's now, he doesn't think he's going to have to go, which means I don't have to drive from upstate New York to North Carolina in like four days. Right. Which Fabulous. So I might just go by the Outer Banks while we're. Oh. Because you know, that's during, right after our anniversary. Oh, romantical. Yeah. Well, after we pull out of Finger Lakes, we'll just stop here for a few days, and then we've got to head for Shenandoah. Which oh, that's right. I'm really excited about because this year is Shenandoah's tenth year, and they are having a big, big splash, and they're actually having Deb Robeson out to do classes on rare breeds at Shenandoah, and so I, you know, I love seeing Deb. She's just one of the sweetest people I know, and rare breeds. I mean, I want to hear about it all day, every day. So I'm really excited with that. Oh, and the best news is while we're at Finger Lakes, I'm going to ditch Scooter in the booth for about two hours on Sunday and go take a spinning class with J.C. Boggs. Oh, fun! You know, Sunday afternoon is usually fairly light, so it's okay to leave him by himself. He's totally got it under control. But I've been dying to take a class with J.C. and with this coming up and it not being full on Sunday afternoon, I'm like, uh, I'm there. So I'm really excited about that. And we found out that we got into um, SSK for next year, and they announced the, the teachers for that. So I'm going to get to take some, some classes with Maggie Casey and um, Thea Coleman and Mercedes, a name I can't pronounce, Clark. And I'm just, I'm so excited. I can't wait to take more classes. I don't know why I'm so into this. Oh, and the funniest thing just happened. I don't know if you've been watching Instagram this afternoon, but I was pretty much just called out by Laura Nelkin to finish my hot flash sweater by Rhinebeck so she can take a picture of it. So, hey. so I've got 31 well, days. Well, there shall be no sweater unless I finish that one that's taunting me that needs, um, the front band on it, but that involves like unpicking. I've got a whole lot of unpicking to do because I'm a moron, apparently. 
you know, we're all we're all knitting challenged, apparently, <laughs> from time to time. Um, well, it's just like I had a moment apparently when I cast on the sweater that I didn't read the part where you were supposed to knit seed stitch for an inch so that the edge of the sleeve didn't roll. Right. And I, it's one of those sweaters that's knit side to side. Uh-huh. So I knit the entire sweater, got to the other edge, and realized one sleeve was wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny. No, it really wasn't, which is why it's been sitting there for two months. And so I have to unpick that edge and re-knit it back down and then bind off and then put the seams in and then pick up for the... Um, it's just like a five-inch band around the front and neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that could be done by Rhinebeck. I don't know. Today, well, I'm know, just uninspired just today. Just so you know, I'm on Rhinebeck sweater number two. Um, so, you know, not saying well, you're slacking, but. I might just have a cowl. <laughs> don't have a cowl, I'll also man. have to drive something like 3,000 <laughs> miles before I get there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to say that. Don't have a cow, man. I'm sorry. Don't work. I, I grew up with the Simpsons. It's bad. And my husband has a habit of saying, Dole, every time he does something stupid. Which, yeah, well, you know. yours and mine both. Yeah. So, did I tell you we're going to Disney for two weeks in January? Yes, that's super exciting. Um, I'm hoping that you're going to Disney for the trunk show in November, too, but... Um, now that things seem to have calmed down, that is our plan. Good, good, um, good. There's no reason not to. Good, 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 because we love Four Pearls and getting to see all of our Florida friends. And, you know, if we have to go to Disney for a few days while we're there, that that's okay, too. Oh, uh, gee, twist my arm. Yeah. Um, mentioning Florida trunk shows and cross-country travels, if you think we are going to be on your way, or we're going to be in your area. Um, I would love to do some trunk shows at yarn shops around the country. Um, so if you're interested, send me an email. Um, send me a message somehow. It doesn't, doesn't really matter how it gets to me. Um, because I would like to do that. Yep, that's, that's uh, well, we, you know, we're booked trunk shows um, all over the place. In between our show schedule this this fall, and you know, I'm I could not be more excited. We have a trunk show at Fiber Space in Alexandria, the weekend Virginia. Before, yeah, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Fiber. Well, we just went to Fiber Space this past weekend just to kind of get the lay of the land, and oh my god, it is amazing! It is like the coolest yarn shop I've ever been in. I'm so excited. Well, we don't. Now that things have calmed down and we kind of have a better idea of how the rest of our year is going to go, I can actually try to commit to some things. Yeah. We've just been in limbo. Well, and, sick uh, relatives are just really hard to predict, and you don't want to overextend yourself and then find out that you can't do anything. So. Right, right, because canceling is bad. It <laughs> just, just oh, yeah. looks bad. Oh, God. How do you think I felt when I had to cancel Michigan? I mean, I'm just... I'm not... That's not me. That was not cool. But, anywho, um, any patterns coming up that are exciting you that you think might have to go on the needles? Uh, is it wrong if I say no? No, I've got like 17, but... Well, 
it's more of a, I finally have time to knit through some stuff that's been in my queue for a long, long time. And so I'm just kind of checking things off that I've wanted to knit, but it's nothing new and exciting. Um, I am going to do, there's a whole bunch of glove patterns. Hmm. And I can't remember the name of the, here I go again, the composer offhand. Uh, glove patterns offhand. Okay, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> that was awful. That was pretty funny, but, though. But there's one that has beads. And these are really, really intricate, like, lace, cables, beads, overlay patterns. They're really complicated. So I'm looking forward to doing one of those. And mentioning beads, I mentioned a lady named Barbara. At oh, yeah. the beginning of the month, middle of last month, uh, Barbara rolled in. She had a huge RV and a really big trailer behind it. One uh, campsite over from us. The back of our truck says Gershubi Fiber Arts. And so she's like, oh, you must be the fiber artist. I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, well, I do um, that Japanese beading. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just blanked on what it's called. Kimahude? Something like that. And so the whole trailer she had was essentially full of beads because she goes to retirement communities um, during snowbird season in Arizona and teaches this. Oh, wow. So we worked a trade, and I got a ton of beads to make stitch markers, uh, enough that my prices are now low enough that I'm going to be able to offer them wholesale. So if you are a yarn shop and looking for some beads or for really awesome stitch markers, keep an eye out for those. Um, but I'm trading her my yarn scraps because when you wind off of a cone, you always have a little bit left and you're like, what am I going to do with this? Cause it's not usually enough to start a new skein. Like I don't mind having a knot in a skein occasionally, but it, this wasn't enough to do that. So I'm going to dye them when I dye the rest of my yarn and then send her all these scraps to use with her beading. Oh, cool. Um, so we kind of worked idea. out a little trade there for a metric ton of beads. <laughs> they were really, really good deal. That's, I'm excited uh, about that. That's that's very green of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just stuff that's going to get thrown away. I live in an RV. It's not like I can be like, oh, I'll just use this later and save it. Well, I've been cruising. I've, I've had a lot of free time since I've been elevating my leg. And, you know, what do I do? I spend a lot of time on Ravelry. So my cue is, well, I've favorited them. But um, I got to try on Pumpkin Ale at, Ryan, or at SSK, and I'm, like, totally in love with it. And then when I got the new Laura Nalkin pattern, I found another one by her um, called Artichoke French that looks like it needs to be knit as well. And then Thea Coleman's going to be one of the new teachers at SSK, so... Um, I can't make up my mind. I'm using the yarn from the goodie bag this year to make a sweater for myself. And I'm, I'm really looking at Irish coffee. I swear, one rooster is set for, like, Chinese, uh, sunrise. I mean, he's, he's, like, on, on Hawaii time or something. Like, 4.30 in the afternoon, and he's crowing that we need to get up. Um... What have I done to my pattern here? That things are not working. My life is unhappy. So then Something's I've been I've been going through all this queue, and I am now obsessed with Romy Hill and Melanie Berg 
and Boonets. I'm sure people have all heard of this, but I, I've never, I've never, and we got a coupon code for one free pattern from Wooly Wormhead, and I swear to you, I want to knit like 47 hats now. Okay, then. So, you know, um, all of these bizarre sweaters that I'm knitting may have um, coordinating headwear. Because if you haven't looked at, like, Wooly Wormhead's hat patterns, oh my god, they are amazing. They are totally amazing, and I have to knit them all. So, I've got Super Duper Mojo, Super Duper Startitis, and I'm running out of project bags, so... Well, I'm sitting here looking at this cow going, you know, I think I messed up the pattern, but honestly, with it being a paint box and the pattern being so simple, it's more about the uh, the yarn, the color change, than mm -hmm. the actual pattern here. So I'm just going to pretend I know what I'm doing and keep knitting. How's that sound? That sounds good to me. I, I always think that all of those things just keep us humble and become amazing design features. You know, honestly, even after this is blocked, it's not, you're probably not going to be able to tell. Well, Because you do three of one thing, and then you just kind of shift it over a couple and do three of it again, and then you shift it back. And it's not clear enough. Either I've screwed it up enough, you can't really tell anyway. I don't know. I'm not ripping it out, so what difference does it make? Well, I totally thought of you this weekend, because we were set up across from Beck. I know I've told you about Beck. She's um, Laura Lineman's sister, and she has Gussler Designs. And she does all of these. She does that stash t-shirt that I showed you. Yeah. Um, so, and she does the mother of all tags, which I'm hoping we're going to be able, I'm playing with them now, which I'm hoping we're going to be able to carry in our booth um, by Rhinebeck. They're waterproof pre-strung tags for putting on hand knits, hand woven, hand spun that can go into the um, soak with them and come out fine. Ah. So they're really cool. But anyways, we're set up across from her, and she has a, a line of postcards and note cards now. And she had a postcard, and I swear to you, if I didn't know you were getting ready to pull out, I would have sent it to you in a heartbeat, because it's it says real big across the front. That, you know what, will block right out. <laughs> That's and, so me. You know, over the last two years when, you know, I've been learning to knit... And attempting things that were far above my pay grade. And, you know, just really knocking myself out trying to knit something that I really shouldn't have attempted. And you would be so kind to me and just look at it and go, oh, don't worry, that shit will block right out. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, that's so Heather. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it's better than the socks that said I'm not here to make friends like this. <laughs> Really, people, I'm a nice person. I just have a low tolerance for BS. Yeah, well, you, you generally say what other people are thinking, I think, too. Oh, well, let me tell you. The past week, I've put my foot in my mouth about a half a dozen times. Then once, my husband was kind enough to insert it for me. <laughs> Lord mercy, remind me to tell you about that. <laughs> oh, heavens. Yeah. Oh, I, oh! while I'm thinking about it, this has nothing to do with anything, but can I send my mail to your house and you bring it to me at Ronbeck? Certainly. Thanks. So if you'd like One to the... send anything to Heather, please send it to my address. 
Yes. <laughs> well, one of the things about being a full-time RVer is that we do have a real mailbox. And our this company, America's Mailbox, is fabulous. And you put in a request, and they'll send you your mail wherever you want to go. The problem is, if I'm only going to be someplace like one night, I have no way to get my mail for weeks on end. So you just make random friends and call your friends and say, hey, can I send my mail to your house? And when I see you, can I just pick it up? Well, well. I, have to, I have to tell you about one other thing that we did in the last couple of weeks, which was, oh, it was so amazing. Um, so, you know, when we were at Maryland Sheep and Wool, I got to meet Emily, who is Fibertown, and she did that right. interview. And... That has been very well received, and I've, I've met a lot of really um, really fun and interesting people who've said, you know, hey, I saw your interview. So I had been trying to hook up with her someplace to get a fleece to her because she wanted one of the fleeces from our sheep this year, and I thought she was probably going to get this Romney Lester cross that I had picked out that was beautiful, beautiful silver, ringlets, gorgeous. Because, you know, I really don't sell my fleeces unless I think that no. they're, they're just too nice to be yarn, if that makes any sense. Because they're oh, going to yeah. be yarn anyways. But, so anyways, I ended up taking, um, she invited us to her home for brunch. And her husband is from Spain, and he was going to cook for us. And I'm thinking, brunch, Spanish brunch. What is Spanish brunch? This could be very, very, this could be very, very good. This could be very, very not something I eat. Because, you know, you and I both have, like, picky eater issues. So I thought, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just sure this is going to be, like, a hard-boiled egg and a cup of espresso. And I don't drink coffee, and I think hard-boiled eggs are gross. But I'm going to eat it because... I am so excited to go and, you know, hang out with Fibertown and her family and, you know, get to know her a little bit better. So we get there, and he had made a tortilla. Have you heard of these? Uh, I don't know. I need a little more information there. Well, the Spanish tortilla is not, believe it or not, a flimsy piece of unleavened flour. Corn. Or corn <laughs> flap. Um... It was this, like, egg frittata that had um, potatoes and cheese, and, oh, my God, it was so good. It was more like a frittata than, if I mean, if he was Italian, I guess it would be a frittata. But it was amazing, and we just had such a good time. We just had brunch on their patio and, you know, played with their little Boston Bull Terrier, and she ended up picking out Money Penny who is one of my Shetlands. She's an Emskit Cape Fleckett, and that basically means she's a white sheep that has a gray splotch over her back. Okay. Um, light gray Emskit. Um, so she picked her out, and she's been processing her, and I'm, I've been enjoying watching on Instagram, you know, as Money Penny gets her bath, and Money Penny gets combed out, and Yep, so she got to play with Money Penny, and I'm so excited because Money Penny is one of my favorites. So it was nice that she got to go to a home where she's loved and cared for, even if it's just her wool from last year. Because, you know, I'm weird about my shape. Ah, uh, yeah. 
And the good news is that the Hog Island hoof problem has... Our hog, I think I remember on the last show I mentioned that our Hog Island ram had had a foot issue and we were trying to get him through that and he has made a full recovery and is back in the ram pasture with everybody else. And, oh, Rory went to... Or no, yes, Rory went to the county fair with Drew. I have to tell you this story. It's so funny. Drew's up to take our miniature donkey, Jack and Jenny and the baby and he also signs up for the shepherd's lead at the county fair. And he thinks it's go it's a showmanship contest, okay? Because my son, believe it or not, was not raised in 4-H, so he doesn't really know showing animals like most kids who are 20. I guess he's an adult now. I shouldn't call him a kid. But most young men would have that sort of background. So... He goes to the Shepherd's Lead contest, prepared to do his, you know, showmanship with Rory, his Cotswold Ram. And, because Rory is like, Rory is actually a lap sheep. He's about 200 pounds, but I'll, I'll show you pictures. He wants to be in Drew's lap with his head over Drew's shoulder. I don't know how this is going to work out as a breeding ram, but right now he's all about Drew. So... He takes him to the county fair, and I brought, you know, all the wool clothes, the sweater, um, a set of fingerless mitts, and also the... So he was showing the sheep, and he was wearing the sweater and the hat and the mitts that I brought, thinking that he's in the showmanship contest, until we get there, and he and the sheep walk in, and he's all ready to go, and come to find out that Shepherd's Lead is not the showmanship contest. It's more of like a modeling contest, and there are no other dudes <laughs> in this modeling contest, because 20-year-old dudes really don't get into walking, like a catwalk with their sheep. Um, so... He was like, oh, my God, Mom, I'm totally not doing this. And I'm like, you know what? You didn't do the research. You signed up for it. They're expecting you to do this. Get out there and work it, Zoolander. So he did it. He won. He got his, his trophy and and his premium for doing it. But I'll have to, I'll have to attach photos of Drew and Rory, the, the Cotswold Ram, doing Shepherd's Lead and how... I mean, it was hysterical because it's all, I mean, it starts with like six-year-old girls and, you know, they're prancing, they're doing their best toddlers and tiaras with their sheep, you know, and then, you know, there's the older girls who are like eight and they're doing, you know, the same thing and, you know, really being sassy. And then there's the, the 14-year-old girls and they're sort of awkward, but, you know, they're showing their, they're showing the sheep and showing off their outfit and. You know, there's the whole big bio that they read while they're doing this. And, you know, then there's the 18, 19, 20-year-old girls who are, you know, serious models. And they just happen to have a sheep. And, you know, they're giving them the, the serious face and the flirty face and, you know, really working the catwalk with the sheep. And then here comes my son, like, this is not what I'm here for. This is not what I signed up for. I've got my sheep, I'm wearing this wool, here I am. 
And it was it was absolutely hysterical. It was all I could do not to laugh because, you know, he didn't read the description of what it was in the fair book. He just insisted he was doing it. So, you know, he's 20 years old. Who am I to tell him, I don't think you want to do this, buddy. So He wouldn't have listened anyway. Oh, no. He would have to- <laughs> Save your breath. Up until the very last minute, he's telling me I'm wrong, that these girls who are there to model are not you know, 4-H models doing it for 4-H and then, you know, the Shepherd's Lead contest, which is a serious showmanship thing, is going to start after they're done with their fluff piece. I mean, he was... He would have he would have told me I was wrong right up until time to walk the runway. But it was it was pretty funny. So he he did win, and this was his last year he could do it, so he definitely won't be doing that again. But, um, you know, sometimes you should listen to your mother. Oh, well. That's all I have to say. happen. But that was so funny. That was the highlight of the fair for me. And then um, the boys competed in the uh, the haystacking contest. And um, they made a video of it. I'll have to link to that in the show notes. But if you've never seen a haystacking contest at the county fair, you should watch the video. It's... It's amazing how fast they can do it. They were they were um, third fastest time, but they basically have to like stack a truck a truckload of hay, drive it around in a circle, go through all these obstacles, and then unload the the hay back into the stack. You know, after doing all these obstacles and doing all this stuff, and do it in the fastest time without losing any bales, going through the obstacles and everything. It's and. The boys, when they did it this year, they had their Hayfield Mafia t-shirts on, because that's what they call themselves when they work out here, and um, the funniest thing was, one of the guys, because there was only a three-man team, and there's like five guys that run together, so one of the guys is videotaping them running the course, one of them has a GoPro on the dashboard aimed at the boys, and the other one is wearing a GoPro on his hat, so... (laughs) They've, like, edited the whole thing together till you really get the experience of the Hay Hauling Contest um, by watching this video. And it, it's, it's really that's pretty. That's kind of crazy pants. It's pretty interesting. So that's what's going on I don't have anything here. crazy other than the fact I'll look up and it just actually snowed on the mountains here. I saw that. I, I If you send me that photo, I'll put it into the show notes. But... I can't believe that you already have snow there already. That's that's well, crazy. Well, I mean, it's up on the top of the peaks, which are 12,000 feet and up. Uh, we're at about 6,500 feet, maybe. Oh, wow. So, yeah, but I was totally not expecting that because it's been cloudy and rainy, and the clouds lifted just a little bit, and there is snow. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you just got done having wildfires and smoke. So now it's time for snow. Well, of course, it is Montana. Isn't that like the two seasons in Montana, like snow and fire? Pretty much. What's not to love? It's awesome. Well, you know, here in Pennsylvania, we're either uh, sucking mud or drought. You know, we had six weeks where we couldn't put up any hay because it rained nearly every day. And then we had six weeks where everything just burnt to a crisp. And now, so, did you get all your hay put up, though? Um, my son just started uh, 
another hitch of second cutting today, uh, which normally second cutting would be in July, but since we couldn't start first cutting until July, um, <laughs> now we're doing second cutting in September. We're six weeks behind on everything. And so does that mean there's going to be a shortage of hay or you're just getting it later than normal? Um, we were able to get more hay than we've ever gotten simply because I finally broke down about six weeks ago and bought a new tractor and rotary um, disc mower um, for our hay making because until six weeks ago we were using like 1958 equipment um, which, you know, has all of the issues that you would imagine. Um, just think if, you know, you, you were driving every day to the office in your 57 Chevy. You're going to get there a couple days a week. You know, that's pretty much what we've been dealing with. So, um, yeah, I finally broke down. It was, it got to the point where I was either going to have to buy hay equipment or buy hay. And with 170 acres, buying hay was really painful. The idea just was really painful. So I ended up just breaking down and, and getting a new tractor and a new cutter and hopefully our gently used round baler will hold out for a few more years. But uh, our square baler kicked the bucket the end of June so we're on all round bales this year. But we don't feed them in a round bill feeder. Long story short, we peel them and feed them like we would square bales. Because I'm always afraid that the round bales are going to crush a sheep. Because that can happen. Because um, sh sheep, sheep are not the brightest animals on the planet. So yeah. they they oh, they do stupid things. But anywho, that's the scoop here. Well, I really have no scoop. I'll keep knitting and hopefully have something important to say, or at least interesting to say next week. Well. So there is some yarn in the Etsy shop if anybody wants to uh, help replenish my savings account after all of our travels. Well, my, Etsy shop is, my Etsy shop is fairly non-existent because we're out on the road now, so I don't have time to get anything up, and if I did get it up, it would most likely sell before we got back, so my Etsy shop doesn't look too good, but um, definitely hit Gershubi, hit Wondering Wool. She's kind enough to help me frequently. Oh, that was my big purchase at New Jersey. I forgot to even mention that. I really didn't buy much yarn at all. Uh, you know, I love to buy yarn. That's my favorite thing to do. But um, I was really trying to be good. But I set a number for myself. And when we got there, I toddled on down to um, Joelle's booth. And I got a sweater quantity of emerald green worsted that is going to be something fabulous. I've never bought a sweater quantity before, so I was super nervous about it. But um, I'm so excited. I can't wait to knit something emerald green because I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Everything I've been oh. doing has been red and purple. So, yeah. It should be different if nothing else. So let's wrap this up. Uh, show notes will be up courtesy of Amy because I don't do stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... I'll also have two bars of cell phone signal. Uh, and, yeah, I'm thrilled with that this week because last week we had no bars of cell phone signal. Take it where you can get it. 
So look for the show notes. Um, check our website for where we're going to be. Yep. Hit the Etsy stores, make purchases from everybody because, well, we all like to eat. And uh, <laughs> we will talk to you guys next time. Hopefully we'll see you soon. Thanks so much. Bye.